Martin, we'll get into the quick fire round here and uh, we'll, ma we'll make it quick fire. So the first one is Eagles destroyed the Giants, I'm sorry to say, Brian. 48-22, but I'm going to ask Colm to take it because I, I, I don't think, I don't think you have, we have to subject you to that again. So Colm, uh, am I right in thinking that's, that, that's, the, that's the Eagles in the playoffs now? Yeah, first team to confirm their place, and they they do so um, by um, by beating their divisional rivals. I'm not sure what Brian uh, would would it be worse if it was the the Cowboys or the Eagles, probably both on the the same level. But look, the the Eagles set about doing. Like they started off as it was in a similar way to the Chiefs against the Broncos, but they never got complacent and they didn't allow the, the Giants to get back into it. Um, the the Giants, I mean, just about everything that could go wrong in the first half in particular did go wrong. Um, there was that like awful, awful uh, kind of missed punt uh, that just, I, I think, will probably end up being a gif uh, for the best part of the, the next decade or thereabouts. Um, you know, the Eagle, they did get to bring in uh, the backups at, at the, the end of the game. And really for, for this Eagles team, it's about ensuring, obviously, they secure, um, now that they have the playoff spot, securing uh, number one so that all roads have to go through uh, Philadelphia. But, you know, they, this is, you know, they, they Jalen Hurts, I think, ha is the, the first QB uh, with back-to-back -back seasons where he has double-digit rushing touchdowns. Miles um, Sanders has a thousand yards. AJ Brown has a thousand yards. Um, Devonte Smith is a weapon, and Dallas Goddard has to to come back as yet. They are serious business. Um, and no, again, kind of we talked about like the way in which this league changes so quickly. Yeah. For first half of last season, the Eagles were a disaster. Um, Nick Sirianni got things sorted out. And we were joined by Bo Wolf uh, a few weeks ago, uh, who covers the Eagles for the Athletic. He talked about in the offseason, the Eagles, much uh, to my chagrin, looked at replacing Jalen Hurts. They looked at different options. They got very lucky that none of those options worked out because after 14 weeks, he is, I would say, at this point, uh, the front runner, potentially just ahead of Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, who is making a late charge in the MVP race. Mm, interesting. Okay, next quick fire for you then, Brian. It's the uh, the Bengals, not quite as explosive as the Eagles there, but they did get past the Browns 23-10. <clears throat> what was the main takeaways for you there? Yeah, well, I was... Reflecting on this game as opposed to last week's game when they beat the Chiefs, and you're right, he wasn't as explosive, uh, you know, from Joe Burgess' feet. But it was it was a typical divisional game, and the Browns hung around for quite a while, and even late on they had an opportunity to bring it back within score. Deshaun Watson looked a little bit better this week. He had some nice plays to the perimeter uh, to Cooper and, and a few other players, but he kind of fell away towards the, the back end of the game, and and we saw Burrow with a nice a free flicker touchdown. We've seen more of these. Uh, over the course of the past few weeks, in particular with the Raiders, to Irwin, and essentially that was the game. And we saw Mixon come back yesterday. He was been out with concussion, and he had a reasonably good game. He had a big, big run. But Perrine, who's stepped in while he's been out again, with another touchdown yesterday. And for the Bengals, it's 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 nice to see them win 
when it's not pretty, because we saw when they went to Tennessee and it was a similar type of game, they won a 2016 that day. They won yesterday by 13 points, but for a large part of the game, it wasn't as one-sided as it may seem, as, as it seemed, you know, in terms of going into the game, what people would have expected. The Browns hung around. But for the Bengals, it's again, it's another significant win. They go to the books this weekend, and they're certainly a team that are floating under the radar right now, in terms of, we're all talking about the Bills and Chiefs, but maybe it will be the Bengals that we see again in the Super Bowl come Arizona in February. Nice. Okay. And then the last quick fire one, and uh, I'll throw this one to you, Colm. Uh, so the Ravens won a close one there against the Steelers. I think, what was the final score? 16-14. Um, so talk to me about that one, and have you got any good stats? I, I do. I have a, a great stat, actually, oh. to see of uh, Roger Sherman, uh, who writes with uh, another from the, the Ringer and who joined us uh, in the Aviva uh, when he watched his alma mater, Northwestern, get the victory over Nebraska. Um, Roger, who actually owns the Twitter handle, at Roger, and he pointed out that there have been exactly two games this season where a QB has subbed into a game and thrown three interceptions. Kenny Pickett subbing in for Mitchell Trubisky in week four, and then Mitchell Trubisky subbing in for Kenny Pickett <laughs> in week 14, which is the most perfect of all stats, I believe. <laughs> so kudos to, to Roger for pointing that one out. And um, look, I, I suppose this this is a game that highlighted a number of things, I think, for me, Kala. Um, I I haven't seen, um, I didn't get time to dig into it, and I don't know if anyone has dug into it. It feels like there are more injuries and more quarterback injuries potentially than ever before. Both of these teams lost their starting QBs yesterday. Obviously, Russell Wilson went out as well. Um, it just feels like that that seems to be happening a lot this year. I don't know if that's recency bias or if that is actually something. But um, also for young Kenny Pickett, who is obviously in his first season uh, with the, the Steelers, uh, he now has his second concussion uh, in just uh, a couple of, of months that that's a big big concern and um i hope that he is given the time um and mitch trubisky is um a problem um but i hope that that still doesn't mean that they rush rush kenny pickett back uh, uh you know um a concussion is a brain injury and he really needs the time to to heal up and yeah like your your first season that is the, the last thing you want um but it it probably speaks to the way in which, look, this game is playing when you have 320-pound men who can run a 40-yard dash in just a shade over four seconds coming, uh, trying to knock you, you to the ground. It's going to lead um, to, to some bad injuries. So, uh, look, a speedy recovery uh, for him that he, and that him, Russell Wilson, and everyone else dealing with injuries around the league get the time that they need absolutely and more more of that more healing for all of them no need to to rush them back um perhaps uh before we go into the monday night uh football preview uh which will be happening in a couple of hours i suppose uh brian do we do we have a couple more comments we could throw up here brian you're on mute i think you're on mute brian i thought maybe it was my wi-fi fell out no, I'm back. I'm back in action. No, you're um, back. No, 
I didn't call her out, and it really should have been called out, which was the Borough touchdown to Chase. We spoke earlier around Tyreek Hill literally turning his head, essentially looking for the ball to be there when at a specific point. Well, this, that was this touchdown yesterday. Chase wasn't even looking at the play. Literally turned his head, and there the ball was. It was a fantastic catch. Um, point made by Colin several times this season. Um, Eagles' best trenches team in the league. Bobby both offensively and defensively. Um, key to our resident, one of our resident Dolphins fans is, is delighted to hear what the weather is for this weekend. <laughs> going, going into Buffalo, um, which uh, reflects probably his thoughts on how the game is going to go. Um, I'm assuming this is a Chargers fan. We're back, baby. Or he, or Staley's <laughs> back. There we go. Staley be spoofing, yeah. And uh, a few more comments around the Dolphins. Maybe he's a Panthers fan. Oh, and here's here's uh, Declan. The Panthers are moving. Yes. Yeah. And with Sam, I see ghosts. Darren, <laughs> referring back to the incident a couple years ago against the Patriots. But uh, yeah, again, as, as always, some great... Uh, yeah, thanks for all the, uh, thanks for all the comments. From everyone's sure, I, I just want to jump on because I, I know Fred uh, mentioned the, the Dan Schneider issue. And for anyone who uh, isn't aware... Um, Dan Schneider, uh, owner of the Washington Commanders, um, one mm. of the uh, most repugnant owners in uh, in the league, which is saying something, uh, mm. given, given some of the others. Um, but it emerged uh, over the uh, weekend, um, and uh, Andrew Brandt was, was commenting on this uh, former Packers uh, GM, uh, that uh, Schneider, it would appear, is the man who leaked the Gruden emails, the racist Gruden emails, and John rightly lost his job. But ultimately, all those emails were leaked to deflect attention from the investigation into Dan Schneider, who continues to refuse to appear in front uh, of Congress. Um, but it would seem that the wheels are finally in motion for a potential sale of the Washington commanders. And I imagine he will, um, you know, uh, fe- that the the price um, that it'll fetch will be in excess of five, if not six billion. Good God! Wow. Uh, yeah, there's a lot to process there. Maybe maybe we can cover some more of that uh, at a future date. Um, thanks for bringing it up as well in the chat. It's important stuff to talk about. Um, okay, so let's just uh, quickly close out here, lads, with the Monday Night Football preview. So it's Patriots who are six and six up against. The Cardinals, who are four and eight, um, must win game for the Patriots here to keep the old playoff hopes alive. Um, so, Brian, what 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 would you uh, say about this game, and what's your pick? Yeah, well, just in terms of playoff push for the Patriots, I was just checking today. If they are to win, they will leapfrog into the seventh spot within the playoffs. Essentially, puts them in as a playoff team. If the season was was to end today, knocking mm. the Chargers and Jets down. So. Um, Bearing in mind the Patriots have kind of gone off kilter the last few weeks with some difficult games, kind of reflective of what we said about teams who've had reasonably good starts this season but then come up against a tougher opposition and can't live with them. They lost to the Bills on Thursday night there recently. They've had the, what, the bones of 11 days now to get ready for this game against an Arizona team that have been struggling and there seems to be a lot of upheaval in terms of whether the quarterback is getting on well with the coach. And We've seen the Cardinals, in particular at home this season, play reasonably well they, they gave the Eagles a, a really tough game they nearly put that game into overtime and they played the Rams tough and they always find well to find games at home a lot easier than on the road and Carter Murray seems to be a bit more comfortable at home and they play a lot better but I think Bill Belichick when it comes this is a big 
big situation for the Patriots this, this evening. They probably didn't expect to be in this position again, bearing in mind how the results have gone over the past fortnight, to be in a position where if they win tonight, they're back in with a playoff spot, and essentially their, their future of the season is in their own hands. And Mac Jones didn't play the best games against the Bills, but the week prior to that, when they were on the road in Minnesota, I thought it was his best game as a Patriot. Caught himself firsthand, he was there. And I could see him having that type of game tonight. I think the, the Patriots will find a way to, to win this, get over the line. I think the cards might keep it close, but um, I think it's one of those games that come to fourth quarter, Bill Belichick and his experience, the Patriots find a way to get over the line and, and make it to 7-6 and six and put themselves back in the shake-up for the playoffs. Okay, so you're calling the Patriots. Colm, what about you? What's your take on it? I think the, this is a, another one of those coin toss games because Brian has rightly pointed out the ways in which the, the Patriots could uh, certainly win win this game all very fair. Um, uh, but uh, this Cardinals team has plenty of talent, um, but, uh, I mean, the I suppose there are a number of issues with it as well. Um, there are question marks as to whether the GM will be there next year, although apparently he has quite a cozy relationship with ownership. Uh, questions around the head coach. Obviously, they gave Kyler Murray a, a big, big contract, so he will be there. Um, and I, I just think they have flattered to deceive at times. Uh, you know, th- this year they um, mm-hmm. they're capable of of being uh, a, a really good team. And I feel that this could be one of those games where. There's no real, um, you know, there's no real pressure uh, on the Cardinals, right? They're not, they're not expected to really do anything. All of a sudden, the the kind of focus is all about the 49ers and the 49ers kind of do- dominance. Um, the Rams, obviously, with Baker Mayfield last week, and um, the, the while the Seahawks have fallen off, the Seahawks have probably performed above where most people expected. So the focus really has been taken away from the Cardinals. I'm going to say for that reason, this could be one of the games where they actually play really well. And I think the expectation for Cards fans should be, I mean, the Cards should be, given what they've invested, the fact that they are sitting um, on, on four wins should lead to serious pressure on the GM and the head coach. I'm going to say that the expectation should be the Cardinals should get the victory. And for that reason, I'm going to pick up. So I'm going to say the Cardinals. Great. Well, that means we may not have jinxed it this time because I know Mark picked the Pats. So that's a two of you for the Patriots and one of you for the Cardinals. And my vote doesn't matter. So I won't even throw one in the ring. Uh, so that's great, lads. Uh, another another uh, review done. And so that is it for tonight's show. Tonight we've had perfectly symmetrical stats. We've had discussions of the weather in Buffalo and in Ireland. I mean, and we've discussed some of the the best games uh, around. So playoff spots booked, playoff spots on the way. Uh, So join us all again on Thursday when we look ahead to week 15. Thanks for joining us tonight and we'll see you then. Thanks everyone.